Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. With us today is Fred Barnes, who must be very, very happy to A, see Obamacare taking a fall, and to B, see your Red Sox on the rise. Well, let me do the Red Sox first. I mean, this was such a great season. I thought, indeed, the predictions that the Red Sox were going to be in last place were true, that that's where they were going to be. But uh, got a great manager. Team really came together. So many appealing players. You know, one of the things about this Red Sox team, they were so fun to watch. Yes. I mean, they haven't been fun in the last couple of years, but this year they, they were just fun to watch. I was thrilled to come up to the game. My son did, too. And we sat in the bleachers and watched game six. And, uh, boy, what a joy. I've been a Red Sox fan since I was about seven or eight years old, and uh, I've been to all three World Series, but not a but not a final game. So, ah, great. It was a great, great experience. Now, you weren't out in the streets then turning over cars afterwards, were you, Fred? That wasn't you? <laughs> but it's like there were certainly a lot of drunk college kids out there who were, <laughs> sure were up to that. Some people would say that today, drunk college kid is an unnecessary redundancy. But back to what's happening in Washington, an unnecessary redundancy is Obamacare and fail. It seems to be failing every test, not just the computer test, not even just the can you sign up test, not even the rate of signing up test where we had six people sign up first day, but even the losing the coverage you've already got test. Yeah, no, but and there's one more, and that's the Obama credibility test. Uh, I mean, it has come back to haunt him what he said many, many times, hundreds of times, you know, that don't worry, you, you will not lose your coverage. You can keep the coverage you have if you like it, period. Uh, and that turns out to be a ball-faced lie, though there are some papers like the Washington Post that pretend like, oh, everybody knew what they really meant. Uh, no, well, what did he really mean? Everybody, everybody <laughs> didn't know what he meant. He well, let, let me ask you, Fred, uh, what does the Washington Post think that he really meant? Oh, that he meant that he that uh, you only under Obamacare under the rules. If you have a uh, an insurance policy that meets the standards of Obamacare, uh, which you know until very recently you had no idea what they were. Uh, but if you had that sort of a policy, a policy that Obama likes, it doesn't make a difference whether you like it. It's a policy that Obama likes. Well, then you won't lose that policy. You can keep it. If Obama likes it, you can keep it. If Obama doesn't like it, you can't keep it. But this is where that argument seems to fall down for me, Fred, which is that the White House itself, when you look at the uh, information that's, in, that's been uncovered in the uh, Congressional Registry, et cetera, that they were talking in 2010 how millions of people would have insurance that would not be allowable. So how could you argue, well, he meant something when he knew for a fact that, that millions of people would not have insurance? Well, it's a bad argument. I mean, look, this is a, uh, it, it's a simple uh, proposition here. The president lied, uh, and he knew better, but he was trying to sell the program. Um, and he, he successfully, I mean, this was one of his uh, most repeated lines. This was just about his strong, one of his strongest policies. That is that uh, no matter what, you could keep the policy you have if you like it. And, you know, that just turned out to be completely wrong. And, you know, there's another thing that happened this week. Not only was the president exposed as uh, uttering hundreds of times a bald-faced lie, but Democrats have begun to split over this issue. You know, all the, all the vulnerable Democrats in 2014, whether it's Mark Begich in Iowa or in Alaska, rather, uh, or Mark Pryor in Arkansas or Landrew in Louisiana. Landrew in Louisiana, they all voted against a proposition that was 
uh, in 2010, when the bill was still alive, uh, uh, a proposition that would indeed have ensured that people would be able to keep their policies. They all voted against it. Uh, that is not going to help them in their reelection efforts. And I suspect that our podcast listeners are going to hear a lot more about that fact because it's such a clear vote. It's something that normal people can grasp. They were told, and it, what's interesting is the statistics that Senator Grassley used at the time were the statistics he got from the Obamacare plan. So he went back yeah. to the Democrats and said, your own plan says up to 69% of people in the individual market will lo- not be able to keep their care. And virtually across the board, Senate Democrats said, we're sticking with the plan. And now they've got a yeah. hard vote. But the question I have is, will people be held responsible? And I want to start with the immediate. What what you thought of uh, of Kathleen Sebelius's performance her statement that the website has never crashed, the fact that that's clearly nonsense, and then will the president... It crashed, it crashed when she was testifying. <laughs> exactly. So, but will, but will there be a consequence? Because I will tell you, there's a fear from grassroots Republicans I talked to, Fred, that somehow the Democrats are just going to get away with it, that either low-information voters won't realize what happened or mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the Obama administration will just throw so much money into Obamacare that they'll somehow slosh the money around and keep it together, and there will be mm-hmm. no political price for the deceptions that we've seen so far. Well, that's possible. And, and what they're doing now, of course, is just trying to gut it out. You know, they, they know they're in trouble. They know uh, the website doesn't work. They know they, uh, Obama's lied, and he's been caught in that lie. Uh, but they're just going to try to gut it out and, and hope that they can uh, uh, just brazen their way through. But there will be a day of reckoning, and that day of reckoning is uh, in November of 2014. Uh, and, that's when, and that's when I think uh, there will surely be a comeuppance. Uh, Obamacare is not an issue that's going to die. It may fade a little bit, but it'll come back, particularly in the campaign. And, and, I mean, it, it's something that affects everybody. That's an, and that makes a huge difference. It uh, affects everybody. And, and right now, you know, the people it's affecting, most of the folks, I think anyway, I've, and I haven't done any study of this, but I think most of the people who buy insurance on their own, in other words, they may be uh, writers even, uh, sure. who uh, buy health insurance on their own. They don't have an employer who gives them health insurance. And these are people who are smart people, fairly high income. I, I think a lot of them. These are the people who make a lot of noise and want to be heard, and they're going to continue uh, uh, doing that. The uh, report today was that Senator Max Baucus, the chairman of the Senate Finance Committee, who's one of the key people for putting Obamacare together, compared it to Humpty Dumpty. And he said that to put Humpty Dumpty back together again, we may need a delay. If Max Mm -hmm. Baucus comes out for a delay, and if congressional Democrats go to the White House and say, look, if you have the employer-paid coverage disappearing next October and November as employers drop their coverage, we're going to get killed. Do you think the president would let go of some of his signature program to save the Democrats, or would he say to the Democrats what he said to the Republicans? I think he might. doesn't want to. Remember when uh, Gene Shaheen, from up in your neck of the woods, a senator from New Hampshire, uh, went to see the president and said, hey, you you got to do something here, and he allowed uh, uh, six more weeks uh, of, before you had to sign up, and and uh, uh, when the individual mandate didn't apply, so but that's not much. He's going to have to do a heck of a lot more, and there will be, as this continues, uh, Democrats are just uh, look. They're already very frightened, uh, and they're just beginning to split, uh, and and that's going to happen. And one of the things we'll see is they'll demand that uh, Sibelius be uh, put on a, a train out of town. Uh, because she's one, one, she's pathetic in testifying, and she's obviously 
incompetent. When you hear her talk about it, she doesn't uh, she doesn't know much about the website. Uh, and and she's supposed to be running the show, although I guess she's probably not now. It's probably the guy who was sent over from the budget office at the White House is, is actually running the show, but she's the one who gets subpoenaed and has to testify. Uh, and and that's a disaster uh, for the whole Obama plan. One last question for you. Uh, if you were the captain of Team Republican right now and you're watching this uh, unfold, would you mm-hmm. propose doing something like uh, Senator uh, Ron Johnson has done from South Dakota of actually putting putting together a bill. If you like your coverage, you can keep a bill. An idea that I think he got from the Weekly Standard, by the way. Or would you yeah, say yeah. no? Just stay out of it. Just you know, let the let them you know destroy themselves or something in between. That's a close call. Uh, look, they're not going to. Uh, uh, the White House will oppose that, obviously. Uh, 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 something that lets these people keep their insurance. And you know the reason is they want the money. Uh, uh, the people who buy, a lot of the people uh, who buy individual policies are, are younger people, too, uh, and they're not going to use much health care. They don't need much, but they're going to have to pay a lot and a lot more because they're losing their catastrophic policies. And the plan needs the money. If you let these people keep their policies, um, then it, it, it will uh, begin to destroy the exchanges. So I don't think the White House can uh, uh, agree to this. And uh, Ron Johnson is is right in proposing this. Fred Barnes, thanks so much for your analysis from Washington. We appreciate it. And I was happy that you were there. I was at home wishing I had a ticket to see the Red Sox. You were there in uh, Fenway. Uh, Good for you. This has been the Weekly Standard Podcast. Please be sure to check weeklystandard.com regularly for podcast updates. I'm your host, Michael Graham.